Welcome back to the Ultimate Pocket Therapist. We are a mother and daughter team of Shanna and Brooke wanting to educate and enlighten others to mental health issues. Yep. And I'm not going to say it. We're not going to say that we're, we're, what, what we're, we're doing it again. again. Yeah. Because okay. <laughs> <laughs> here we are. <laughs> so, but I will say our disclaimer. Okay. Okay. So our disclaimer is this is not a mental health therapy session. I am not your therapist. And if anything that we talk about today does trigger issues or things that you feel like you might need to address, we encourage you to seek some counseling and help on your own. There are a numerous amount of resources in your community, and we would be able to possibly help and assist you finding them. If you have difficulty, let us know. Yep. Send us an email. Mm -hmm. Email's in the show notes. Yep. We got this. (laughs) So... Today, what we're going to talk about is we actually had an email come in wanting us to talk about female narcissism. So apparently when we've been talking about narcissism in the past, we've kind of like... Man-hated. Kind of. We did just a little. (laughs) I remember maybe once that came up. Only possibly once. once. So we have kind of maybe not not given a fair balance to women. Okay. <laughs> and you know, they, they, they deserve yeah. to have their own episode because oh, after yeah. we started diving into this, it's, mm-hmm. it's pretty interesting. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. And, and this email came from a man. It did. <laughs> so maybe he wanted some help. <laughs> yep. I think it's valid at this point. So anyway, we're going to kind of touch on the differences between male and female narcissists. Okay. Okay. So female narcissists still need the diagnostic criteria found in the DSM-5. Okay. So they still hit those markers when we are diagnosing. But there is a huge array of differences between a female narcissist and a male narcissist. Okay. Okay. So what we find with female narcissists, and this is just kind of how I describe them, they're sneaky. They are harder, in my opinion, to identify. Until you've been around them long enough that you start to get an idea or a picture, because they don't portray themselves as, as controlling and like my way or the highway as we see with men. Okay. okay. So they hide it. They a hide little. it and they're okay. really good at it. They're ninja narcissists. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so they're, they've been trained. <laughs> so some of the traits and behaviors are similar to what we see in teenage girls. Yeah, they're they're passed off kind of as a mean girl or a mean woman, but we don't really define them as narcissists. They're just kind of a mean girl that never grew out of it. Okay. Okay. They just kind of keep on going. And it's assumed that mean girls grow out of their bad behavior as they get older, but we don't see that with narcissism. Habits like gossiping, excluding people, sabotaging relationships are really common in adult female narcissists. Okay. Okay. So see, 
We didn't outgrow all the stuff in high school. <laughs> you just thought we did. Oh, goody. Yeah. And some of the things that are really hard when we're looking at identifying is they have these stereotypes that they hide behind, such as, oh, they were such a sweet young girl or such a nurturing mother mm-hmm. or, you know, such a kind grandma. Yeah. And so we have these things that we identify him as but behind closed doors we see these narcissistic traits but they don't exhibit them as much in society unless you're a close friend or family member and then you get the inside scoop what goes on behind closed doors Mm -hmm. but to the community they can portray themselves as just wonderful similar in men Mm -hmm. but these women are just like the ones that are going to take food in if someone's sick and they're always going to be there to make cute crafts and take them to people and Mm -hmm. you know do that so they really are hard to identify in a lot of situations yeah kind of that oh she's such a sweet Mm-hmm. Cute grandma, she could never be an abuser. Right. She could have never beaten her kids their entire lives. Or... Right. Yeah. 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 Interesting. You, you know, and it, interesting, not that this, not that I'm saying this is the same thing, but it kind of goes back with the, how appalling it is when a woman is a serial killer or a woman oh, is yeah. a murderer because women don't do that. Yeah. Right? Isn't that true? That stereotype. Yeah. That and it has so, to be a man. Mm-hmm, it has yeah. to be a man. Anything abusive, scary, crazy has to be a man yeah and a lot of people forget that it really doesn't have to just be a man (laughs) women can do that yeah that's a really good point Mm -hmm. and i think a lot of people don't see women as narcissistic they see them as maybe manipulative and you know maybe like we said mean Mm -hmm. mean mean girls but we don't use the word narcissism as much with women yeah you know and we do tend to see it more in men we said we don't want to discount that (laughs) (laughs) we do yeah back to that man thing (laughs) (laughs) they they get to they get to have narcissism as their main yeah yeah we'll (laughs) say that well actually statistically three to one we do see more men diagnosed but we don't want to overlook the women okay okay so when you're dealing with someone who is narcissistic and female you you have to be careful not to get drawn in to their passive aggressive manipulation or just outright ugliness okay okay um don't worry about trying to change the person what we've known before, it's not going to work. Just work on not allowing them to emotionally impact you. So something that I was reading that was interesting is it says studies have shown that both partners engage in more vicious behavior when the female in the couple is the narcissistic one. You know, that's really interesting. And then I, I would assume okay is you know being a neighbor or a friend to that that couple right you know that man's just an asshole and look how bad he treats her Mm -hmm. and look at this and little do they know is that she's actually the one starting the soup and stirring the pot the whole time and he is just reacting to her yeah that's very interesting Yeah. yeah makes you wonder how many horrible husbands there right. are that are their really wives driven, are really narcissistic. Yeah, driven by a narcissistic wife. Right. Interesting. Well, what we've always talked about, there's always two sides to every story. Yeah. You know, and if you got the man's side of the story, it might be a whole different 
Well, and like we said, men are usually blamed as being the aggressor right. first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So that same study I was um, reading it says suggests that narcissistic women are actually more hostile in relationships, which in turn cause their partner to exhibit more hostile and angry behaviors as well during their interaction. So just what you were saying, yeah. kind of like they stir it up. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what are some of the other characteristics of uh, female narcissists that pop up when we talk about that, that you might know? Well, one of my, I think the one that's almost most disturbing for me, I mean, they're all a little disturbing, <laughs> but I think the one that, you know, gives me the most uh, red flags is the fact that they get pleasure from other people's pain, especially if they get to create that pain. Oh, yeah. And that it just, that gets them off. They are all about um, other people hurting. Mm-hmm. And whether that be they put them down, they give jabs, or if they're having a problem that wasn't created by the narcissist, the narcissist will contribute more of the crude, cruel feedback of, well, if you if you would just do this, this wouldn't happen to you. Mm-hmm. And just not, there's no support and no empathy for other people's pain right. or serious issues going on in their lives. Yeah. Which is actually one of the diagnostic criterias for narcissism overall is lack of sympathy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But women tend to be just sort of mean about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. They will kind of make jabs and try to put other people down. You're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. The other thing that, um, I see a lot with this and actually has happened to me in my life is that female narcissists can be extremely competitive with friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I had a situation years ago with a friend that was actually started out to be a really good friend. And as years went on, it didn't end so well, but it took a long time to figure it out because again, the sneaky part. Yeah. Okay. And so this friend was someone that you and I traveled with. Mm -hmm. We barrel raced throughout the United States with her Mm -hmm. and traveled. Um, But Things that started to pop up is just really interesting things. Like I had bought a new truck to be safe pulling down the road. So me and you could, you know, it was a, what we call a hauler. So it was like new and we would be. And a hauler sh- is kind of in between a, a pickup truck and a semi. semi. Yeah. And it was back to, I wanted a reliable vehicle if we were going to be out on the road. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it wasn't long after that, that she showed up in a brand new truck and same color, you know, wasn't a holler, but it was a truck and I didn't think much about it. And then as time went on, she ended up buying an exact same horse trailer that Mm -hmm. we had, traded hers in, bought exactly the same horse trailer. And then other things that were just started to get interesting is you had a healer puppy Mm -hmm. and pretty soon she had a healer puppy. Mm -hmm. Okay. She would even do things like buy the same type of, uh, um, mat for 
the trailers I had. And I didn't notice it at first. Yeah, because okay? well, your personality type is not one to, to even... pay attention. I, it was yeah. like I didn't care. But when it started to really kind of get noticeable and when I started to pay attention is when she would make comments about, um, you can drive all the time. If we went anywhere and we were traveling together, I always drove. If we traveled separate, she would never unhook her truck and trailer. I had to unhook mine and drive everywhere. She would never pitch in. And she just made comments about, well, you know, you apparently make more money than I do. So you don't mind paying for all the gas. Hmm. Yeah. And I hadn't put it together until time went on and I started looking at it in a narcissistic model because she was also really generous in always, you know, having us to dinner, helping out around the house, you know, the farm, whatever. So that was one of those things that I realized the jealousy and it finally ended up, I won't go into detail, but finally kind of dissolving the friendship as time went on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it started out as just subtle things of that jealousy in women. Yeah. You know, another thing interesting with that friend is I remember her always vocalizing and treating and just passionate about me being a daughter to her too. Uh huh. And it's kind of interesting Mm because me and you have always had a very close relationship and I remember yeah. that that friend had to be a part of that in some way. Right. Yeah. And just be, you know, wholeheartedly involved in my life. She had her own kids. Right. Yeah. But it's interesting mm-hmm. to think about that, that jealousy and that kind of that dividing. Mm-hmm. And right. I think had it gone on longer uh-huh. or even if me and you had ever had a fight with her involved. She oh, yeah. Probably it would have been an interesting yeah, yeah, pit, outcome. <laughs> pitting us against each other. Oh, yeah. Yeah, which is another, another trait, trait that, that we see. You pit bet. friends against each other. Yeah. In fact, this same person that we're talking about attempted to do that with one of my good friends who's still a really good friend. And unbeknownst to each of us, she was kind of almost doing a borderline thing where it was divide and conquer. But she would say things to me about this other person tell this other person I was talking about her, didn't like her, didn't want her over on the farm, didn't want her barrel racing with us. And it put this huge wedge between us. And I would invite this other person over to like work the horses, join us in races and stuff. And she just got to the point where she would never come. And finally, one day she did come over and she said to me, how come you don't like me anymore? Hmm. And I said, what? You're kidding. I'm the one trying to invite you places. And we started like processing it out and realized the common denominator was this person again. And that's kind of when stuff started to go downhill in the friendship. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but that is definitely a female narcissistic trait totally goes back to that never grew out of the teenage girl right. stuff yeah, like the i can girl. remember this crap in high school right. of like oh becky said that yeah you know, oh, she like your hair today oh and you don't expect <laughs> it in fact i don't expect it in women i probably should i'm a therapist i probably, yeah. I probably ought to catch on to this sooner <laughs> yeah. but honestly you just don't expect it you just kind of think that women don't do that like yeah. you know mature adult women yeah, you're grown you're, up don't you're act grown that way. up we don't do this anymore yeah so anything else come up for you when we think about women that are narcissistic oh they are the prettiest 
Oh, yeah. And they need to make sure they're the prettiest. Their appearance is everything. And with that, they're very materialistic, too. Right. Oh, yeah. So the best of the best, the look the best. And honestly, a lot of times, they're not going to hang around you if you are prettier than them. Mm -hmm. And if you are a threat that way. Right. And so a lot of times, um, you'll find yourself not even realizing why that you're... I was, for me, I image coworkers cause I've seen yeah. this play out, but uh-huh. you know, you're prettier than a certain somebody in the office and pretty soon you don't know why everybody hates you. You have no idea what's going on and turn, come to find out it's the, a nar- probably a narcissist in there. Right. Pitting everyone against you yeah. and all the only thing you've done wrong is show up nicely dressed. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that was your downfall. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How dare you? Yeah. 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 Well, the other thing that I see with female narcissists is their level of manipulation. Yeah. And I have, I could tell story after story of clients that have come in, male clients that have come in that have been in a narcissistic relationship. Usually by the time I see them, they're like married. Mm -hmm. Okay. And where the relationship starts out great. Like there's a a person I worked with years ago and when he was dating his wife, she loved everything he loved. She wanted to go camping. He, you know, we're in a rural area. He had a a ranch, lots of cows. He kind of was, you know, a rancher and she instantly loved that lifestyle and wanted to be part of his ranch and wanted to hunt with him and do all the stuff so they get married. And he buys her a great big, huge fifth wheel trailer to take up to the ranch so she could be comfortable. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I don't know what he stayed in before that, probably some tent. You know? <laughs> but anyway, he bought her this. And it was not long after they were married that she didn't want to go up there anymore. It wasn't fun. She had no interest in the ranch, would not do anything that he wanted to do. He sold the trailer. And then before long, it was um, complaining that he was spending too much time up there and actually accused him of he must have a girlfriend because that would be the only reason that he was gone that long. And he said to her, I do. I have 400 girlfriends, and you're welcome to sit beside me in the truck every time we go up there and take care of those girlfriends. (laughs) But it's that manipulation that in the beginning, everything was great because that's what she wanted was to be married to Mm -hmm. him. But it was all manipulation. I've got many stories about that. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's... Very common. It is. Mm -hmm. And it's not always narcissism, but behind that, we do see a lot of narcissism play out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Because they can tend to be like men. They do tend to be quite jealous. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They are, yes, often jealous. And then in return, (laughs) they often think everyone is jealous of them. (laughs) Right? Yeah. 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 That's that's definitely what we see a lot of. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anything else come up? Well, with the jealous and thinking everyone is jealous of them, there's that exaggerated sense of like self-importance. Uh-huh. And, you know, and with that, like overly sensitive to perceived Mm -hmm. 
criticism criticism or something because they're so important everyone in the room has to be talking about them Mm -hmm. and why are they talking about them Mm -hmm. and people could literally be talking about something else that they saw earlier (laughs) yeah yeah so we do see the insecurities but i think that goes back to what we've talked about before with personality disorders stemming from childhood where our emotional needs aren't met Mm -hmm. you know and so we do see an awful lot of insecurities associated with personality disorders yeah i think they do go hand in hand you know they just are they just tend to be kind of unstable yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and i think they are unstable but also they appear unstable right because they also will have open in public temper tantrums oh yeah over stuff that nobody mm-hmm. understands, mm-hmm. even who they're mad at doesn't understand. Right. And anytime they're challenged or questioned, you don't know if that is just going to be a public right. display of crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, when the temper tantrums, like with men, are basically designed to get their own way. Mm-hmm. You know, how dare they, you cross them yeah. or disagree with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you throw a big enough fit in public, it's kind of like when you're at the store with a toddler and they throw a fit. A lot of times yeah. you don't know what to do, but give them what they want to shut them up. Right. Right. <laughs> and it's effective. And it works. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Years ago, this reminds me of the story of temper tantrums. Years ago, uh, I was working with a couple and um, again, back in the dark ages when I did couple counseling <laughs> before, before I learned better. <laughs> but um they came in to see me with just basically having marital issues. They both stated that they got along great as friends, but if they ever tried to talk about anything that was an issue, they would fight. Mm-hmm. So as time went on, I started kind of seeing them individually so I could kind of get an idea more of what was going on behind closed doors because I could tell they were a little reluctant to talk about real stuff together. Yeah. Which I found out later why. But anyway, um, in talking to her, she would make comments such as um, anything he did without her was a rejection. And she used the word rejection. And he couldn't even go out with his um, dad, brothers, brother-in-laws for a guy's night out to a basketball game without it being a major fight because it wasn't about her. And one of the biggest key things I remember with this couple is she actually felt like it was a rejection if he got up early in the morning before she was awake and went to the gym. Oh. Okay. Because he needed to stay home and be with her and going to the gym took time and attention away from her. And she had a real issue, even though he would often go to the gym and come back and she was still asleep. Mm-hmm. She did not want to get up and go with him to the gym. Did they have children? No. Oh, so that's even weirder. Yeah. But she was supposed to, I mean, he was supposed to stay with her because it felt like a rejection and she used that word. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. And then... She also, in talking, told me that he was responsible to fix her emotions and make her happy. Oh, okay. Really? Yeah. Yeah? Yep. And that she had a need to be adored. 
and that he needed to plan special things for her. Wow. Seriously. There's that exaggerated Uh um, self-importance view of self-importance there. Right. Yeah. 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 And one of the things that we see with female narcissism, I think, too, and this was in this case as well, is holding on to past issues and won't let them go. They can hold a grudge like no other. And every time something... Don't don't all females hold grudges? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, well, oh, shit, maybe I'm a narcissist. Yeah. I, uh... <laughs> like, remember this one time? Yeah. When I probably wasn't even born yet? Yeah. <laughs> but these female narcissists are better at it. Okay. okay. So uh, you know they're not a narcissist if they're bad at they're it. Bad at it. They okay. got to be good at holding grudges. Okay. Yeah. Okay, good. Well, you can hold a grudge like in this example, hold a grudge about things that happened before they were even together. <laughs> oh, yeah. So there I am. Yeah, there there you go, bro. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, we'll raise the ante on holding grudges. Yeah, yeah. No Kevin. And what what I saw in this situation is she would continually bring these things up and then turn it around to be a victim. And she actually would say that she could not let go of it. So that meant he can never move on and, you know, apologize for anything in the past, if, even if he did or didn't do it, because she just could not let go of it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Seriously. That yeah. Is, isn't that exhausting? Well, it was. Yeah. And you know, what's interesting with that too, is that's a common trait, but also aren't they very like tendencies, like a narcissistic female is usually like, not usually commonly unfaithful in relationships too. So she can hold the grudge uh-huh. and blame. Right. But it doesn't really apply to her. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Cool. That sounds like fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this one was, this one was a mess. This one, I eventually got fired. Good. Yes. By her. Good. Uh-huh. Because when we did some couple counseling and we turned things around to look at her part because she was very emotionally abusive. Mm-hmm. If he did something, she could actually degrade him, put him down, gaslight for days. Okay. And make him feel like he was worthless. Can you give a brief um, definition of gaslighting? I know a lot of people don't know what that means. Turning it around to be the other person's fault and minimizing what happened. So making you believe that it didn't happen or your account of it is wrong. Okay. Okay. And narcissistic people do that quite a bit. That's mm-hmm. that turning it around to be somebody else's problem. They didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. And so they really make you feel like you don't know what you're talking about or it didn't happen. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of, um, we hear that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. It's like that flipping it around. Uh-huh. And I mean, I've had that happen in my own life where you go to somebody, I mentioned this in the past, narcissism episode but you go to somebody with a problem by the end of that conversation you're apologizing for making them feel that way that and you walk in you're totally your brain scrambled and you're questioning your reality yeah and Uh like why am i so mean to right what that person like how could i do that to them and Mm -hmm. then it's days later you're like wait a minute right yeah (laughs) yeah and it happens it gets Mm -hmm. flipped yeah 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 so anyway this episode that I've been talking about is she ended up just walking out of a therapy session because I had 
put her on the spot about her part of what was going on in the relationship, and she was not going to have oh, it. Oh, you dared blame her. I did. I, oh. I wanted her to take accountability, which was not going to happen, and she stormed out, did not come back. Wow. I continued to see him on an individual basis, and just little funny side note with this particular situation is on down the line she found a new therapist and he went with her to some counseling sessions with this new therapist that she had found because you see I was obviously no good you're unqualified (laughs) yeah I can't do anything (laughs) so he continued to see me individually but went with her as a couple right Mm -hmm. this therapist eventually recommended that they separate oh funny (laughs) Which ended up leading to a divorce, but yeah, yeah. But there was just, this is just a no win situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They sound absolutely exhausting. Mm-hmm. Like day to day, just being around that. Right. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's, it's a tough one. It is tough. So anyway, that's some of the, the highlights of female narcissism. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. If any of this, like if you guys want any deeper, don't be afraid to kind of Google this stuff. It is fascinating how much just narcissism in general, but just putting a label on narcissism of like in women, in a certain parent situation, spouses and men, you'll, there's a lot out there and it's yeah. Very enlightening. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's what we're finding with our listeners is we talk about this and they're going, oh, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Like, what about female narcissism? Another topic that I would love to touch on and have a podcast about is maternal narcissism. Yes. Yeah. What What about being raised by a narcissist? I don't what know. About I can tell you guys mother- all about it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> You are fired. <laughs> I will find a new daughter to have this podcast with. Just kidding. <laughs> that to lack empathy. <laughs> Do you guys hear how she talks to me? I just, I just, I want, I just need someone to talk to. Yep. So that's it. Yeah. No, I think a maternal narcissist, yeah. narcissist episode would, would be, be yeah. really interesting because. I know exactly what you're talking about. Right. (laughs) A little insight into that one. Uh, Yes. I (laughs) vaguely have an idea. Mm Mm-hmm. But so any other things about narcissism pops up because it can go on and on. I know. It is so much. But it was interesting to look at maybe some of the differences between the male and the female because there are distinct differences. Mm -hmm. And like I said in the beginning, sometimes the female is harder to put your finger on for a longer period of time, and especially when you're not aware of what narcissism is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because women are very good at putting on fronts. Even, yes. I mean, and I don't, I know I do it in a different situation yeah. in a group of people that I don't know necessarily mm-hmm. well. I'm not going to share certain things and I'm going to, you know, put on a very happy front no matter what's yeah. going on in my life. And I'm damn good at it and about every woman is. Right. And yeah. that's the part that makes it hard to diagnose mm-hmm. narcissism in women is because some of their closest coworkers mm-hmm. may not know at home. Right. It, that is not the same person you talk to every day. Right. She'd yeah. be crazy. Yeah. Well, they do tend to be a little bit of a drama queen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And controlling. Controlling. Mm-hmm. You bet. Yeah. We see that control. Yeah. Yep. And they love to manipulate. That mm-hmm. goes back to that 
pitting sides against mm-hmm. each other and yeah. yeah. So be careful out there, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I think we should wrap it up. Okay. Yeah. If you guys have any other questions on this yeah, or, or comments, we enjoy getting them. Yeah. Comments. Even like I, like I say every time, even just a good story. Yeah. Yeah. Like the just good give, stories give are it great. Yeah. Give it to us. Right. And again, remember, this was not a therapy session. So if anybody finds themselves in a situation similar to this or anything we talk about ever triggers things for you, do not hesitate to seek help. Yes, definitely. All right. Well, uh, we will catch you guys next time. Mm-hmm.